This week on the Music Biz Weekly podcast, kind of dig into some of the Spotify campaign kit and advertising tools, marquee, showcase. We talk about some things we still wish they would add. Um, but this is a this is a Spotify episode this week. Welcome to the Music Biz Weekly podcast, founded in 2011 and with over 500 weekly episodes, where Michael Brandvold and Jay Gilbert Two longtime music industry pros discuss the very latest trends, tools, and tactics that you Build need. Build a stunning band website in minutes with Banzoogle. Go to Banzoogle.com to start your free 30-day trial and use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY to get 15% off the first year of any... Follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. You got Mike. You got Jay. It's us flying solo today. We're working on an, uh, a, a, a cool guest on some interesting news, um, maybe next week and within two weeks here. Um, but before we get to what we've decided to talk about today, just a shout out, as always, to Bruce and everybody at HypeBot and Bands in Town for all your support for the Music Biz Weekly podcast. And of course, to our sponsors, Bandzoogle.com. For over 20 years, Bandzoogle has made it so easy to build a stunning website and online store for your music. Now they've added a brand new EPK plan so that musicians can create a professional single-page electronic press kit in just minutes. All the features you need to design an EPK are already built in, including fully customizable templates, preset EPK page layouts, music players, images, text bio, and video embeds a gig calendar, and press quotes. And of course, access to Banzoogle's amazing award-winning tech support team seven days a week. The new EPK plan starts at just $6.95 per month. And Music Biz Weekly podcast listeners, head over to Banzoogle.com, sign up, try it for free for 30 days. But this is the important part. When you sign up, Use the promo code MUSICBIZEPK, all one word, and you will get 10% off the first year of the new EPK plan subscription. That's Banzoogle.com promo code MUSICBIZEPK when you sign up to the EPK plan. And of course, DiscMakers.com. As we all know, vinyl has been in the past mostly a label product. Why? Because of high prices and tight supply and the resulting potentially long lead times have kept many independent artists largely on the sidelines. Yet artists want vinyl. They need vinyl. It's a great product. Your fans crave vinyl. It's a great collectible item. But not many indie artists end up moving forward. Why? Again, because of price and turn times. Most artists don't know how many records they'll sell. So they want to start with the smallest quantity possible to test the waters. So you don't end up with a garage filled with 10,000 vinyl albums that have no value five years from now. Up until recently, 100 records at Disc Makers would have cost you nearly $2,000 to press. And that's a lot of money, especially when it compares to the cost of making 100 CDs at Disc Makers for only 149 bucks. So... Disc Makers has decided to rip the Band-Aid off, and they've launched an entry-level vinyl strategy with an offer of 100 vinyl records for just 
$1,299. That's a great price. It gives you a lot of room for profit off of that. So head over to discmakers.com and place your order for 100 records for $1,299. Jay, this week, why don't we catch up on some of the stuff that's just been going on out there in, in the music business space? Yeah. Um, I want to start real, real briefly because we sort of mentioned quickly in passing last week, um, but it definitely deserves more attention. If you haven't heard, Bands in Town is now feeding tour dates to Spotify. And, I, you know, there might be some artists who are like, okay, so what, wait, what happened here? Oh, my God. I don't know what I just did. No, my Spotify just opened. You said the word, dude. (laughs) What what am I? Is there audio controls to launch Um, it now? That's crazy. I'm not saying there is. Ah, That's that's very odd. So, yeah, the Spotify app just launched on me, switched out of Zoom and opened up Spotify. That was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Back to bands in town. (laughs) Yeah. So, So and. Up until this announcement by Bands in Town, the only way you could get your tour dates onto your Spotify profile page was creating a Songkick account, going into their back end and uploading your tour dates to Songkick. And, and, and frankly, and I got nothing personally against Songkick, but that was really the only reason you would use Songkick was to get your tour dates onto Spotify. Yeah. Well, that relationship is ended song well, wait 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 no- let me interject because the the relationship hasn't ended you can still use song kick alongside of bands in town now song kick has been for the last 13 years it's just that now the preferred way is through bands in town but for those that still have their stuff through song kick and haven't you know ported it over uh song kick will still work with spotify but i don't know if if that's how that's going to work out because if you actually go into song kick and look at the connections it says our song kick says our relationship with spotify has been mutually terminated and we are no longer working yeah. with them yeah, so there, there might be a, there, when he comes on you know, yeah what, there what might be a, there might is. be a grace period as people yeah. figure this out yeah. but basically um moving forward and and again I made a meme last week as if you need another freaking reason why you should be using bands in town. This is it. People we've been You're telling you for years days on bands in town. And now as long as you put your profile URL for Spotify into the list of website links on your bands in town profile, it just automatically feeds it. Now it does. A, it, it appears it does a lot more than just like what song kick was, was just, a list of dates, which is yeah. fine. Bands in town has got, you can RSVP to the show and there's a lot more that they've got to this. So yes, we're going to have Fabrice from bands in town in a couple of weeks. So yeah. really want to dig into this, but this is a significant development. Basically you've got bands in town now providing tour dates anywhere <clears throat> you need them, but most yeah. importantly, straight to your Spotify profile. Yeah, and let's do a little reminder here for those who don't hear us raving about uh, bands in town is the people, you know, it looks at fans' music libraries 
and they can tell when someone you know when your your band is in their library and they you know they'll send them a message hey guess what this band's coming to town and that's what's really cool about bands in town it notifies you notifies your fans it's really great but what a lot of people need to know is that you can also use bands in town for artists and you can you can message your fans basically for free which is awesome but more importantly and this is something i know mike and i use this for is you can message fans that you know would love your artist or band, your band. fans of another band. Yeah. For very little money. So if you haven't checked it out, you know, definitely get in under the hood and sign up for bands in town, bands in town for artists and uh, take a look at yourself. If you're an artist or if you're managing or you have a small label, whatever it is, look at those artists because you can message them for free and you can break it up. Uh, geographically so if you're on a tour you can hit fans in certain markets it's a great tool and it's one that mike and i have used for years yeah you know i as, as you were describing that jim thinking maybe we need to do almost like a episode in the future here of how to use everything That's a good in idea. Town because there's so much more to it than just uploading tour dates at the That's bare right. minimum get your tour dates up there people I mean, yeah. I just I just messaged a, a booking agent I know yesterday. One of his bands posted on Facebook, um, "Hey, we're coming, we're coming to Minnesota." You know, here's the flyer. I messaged the agent. I'm like, might want to tell your client with the ticket link on the Facebook post, yeah. and then you also might want to tell your client he's got two thousand followers on his bands in town profile. Yeah, because anybody can go see how many people follow you on bands right. in town, and I go. Right. He hasn't posted a single one of his upcoming tour dates to yeah. bands in town. And guess what those two things mean? Less tickets are going to be sold. Yeah. And there's another way around that. And I know you know this too, Mike, and that is they have a widget. You don't have to be, you don't have to know codes and you know, all of that stuff. They've, they've got a widget that you can use on your website. Um, they have a, a way of like, just basically auto-populating a lot of this stuff for you so you're not constantly doing a lot of manual work. So definitely visit the uh, Bands in Town page and check it out. Yep. So anyway, this is we'll, we'll dig into this more in a couple weeks when we have Fabrice from Bands in Town on. But it's pretty big news. Bands in Town now is, at, at some point, I'm assuming, is going to be the exclusive yeah. provider of tour yeah. dates to Spotify. That means... When your fan is on your Spotify profile listening to your music, if you put your dates into bands in town, they can see those tour dates on the profile. They can buy tickets on the profile. Yeah, and think of the number of people that probably visit your website and your socials versus people who are going on to Spotify, for example. You know, we always say go to where the party is, and there's no excuse not to be putting those dates in there. Yep, yep. So... That that that's really important. Please, I mean, if you got if you've got questions, you can hit up Jay or myself. Uh, if you're listening here, if you're listening on Spotify, you can leave a comment on Spotify, and and yeah. uh, we'll we'll see if we can help. But it's very easy to do. People, bands in town is so drop dead simple to use. Um, all right, Jay, what, what else, what else is going on out there? Well, I want to talk about Spotify a little bit because I, I, 
you know, I attended their master class the other day, which, you know, it's that sounds like it's very technical. It's actually pretty basic stuff in their master class. But I wanted to ask you about sort of get an update on your progress on the YouTube promotions you've been doing, because I know we did a show about it and then we touched about uh, an update a little bit. Where Where's that at? How so are you doing so some of those here, here's here's YouTube? and yeah. and 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 I've still got clients that are using it. The results are, in my opinion, incredible. I'm getting incredible results. I've got an artist right now that put a $300 budget in and has already gotten, I think it's anywhere, I, I, I haven't looked in the last 24 hours, probably close to 30,000 video plays, um, is, is approaching getting 2,000 new subscribers. Um, and the, the reach is like, like a million and a half. I mean, you know, and again, the reach, I don't put a lot of value into the reach because the reach is, you know, that's driving by a billboard on the freeway. I mean, okay. That's how many people might've seen it. What I care about are plays and subscribers and the results. I mean, this, this client is getting video plays for less than a penny per that's ridiculous. That's ridiculously good. They've yeah. restricted it to five prominent countries. They've restricted it to English. You know, they didn't they didn't open it up to the world where in one of my tests they opened up to the world and it really dropped the cost, but it also brought in a lot of what I would yeah, probably diluted. call crappy yeah. uh, viewers. But the end results are great. Here's where I'm still having problems is the support for this tool set flat out just sucks. I mean, this, 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 Why this do you is, think that is, is it because it's part of this bigger, I think Google it's part of infrastructure? the infrastructure. Yeah. yeah. I, I, well, I actually, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what it is. So when I had a problem and the problem was pretty clear cut and simple on one of my clients channels, I said, create a promotion. The first step is to select the video you want to promote. As soon as I select the video, it returns an error, fairly generic error that just said, something went wrong. Please try again later. Yeah. That error is returned no matter what video I select. And you have no idea what that means. It could mean probably a hundred different things. It reminds me of when you try to upload the artist image to uh, Apple Music for Artists. You have a template there and you have to put the image in and then you get a note back saying, oh, it's been rejected. And you're like, well, doesn't tell you why it was rejected. But uh, and yeah. then they say, here are the rules. You can't have emblems on your T-shirts. It's got to be, you know, the eyebrows have to be. Above uh, the eyes have got to be between the lines. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then you so, go, but I've done all that. But to your point, just like this Google thing, they don't give you a specific thing that says, oh, by the way, this is not the right specs for the ad or the video is too long or it's the wrong format. They don't tell you something that you can action and fix. It just says, nope, sorry, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a very, very generic message. So I've done some testing. I took that same video. I uploaded it to my personal channel. I was able to create a promotion. So the video isn't the issue. I thought, well, maybe the video's got violent imagery or something that YouTube flags, but doesn't tell you they flag. I've come to suspect it's something related to the channel itself. What? I have no idea. i gone through the channel settings everything looks fine 
looks good. Um, but I hit the support button within your YouTube channel that, you know, you go in and I think inside of the create promotion, there's a link that says, if you got problems, click here. So I click there, you end up getting dumped into a generic FAQ. The FAQ as sadly, as we all know, provides next to nothing for yeah. support. Um, but it says, would you like to open up a chat? I opened up the chat, go through this whole chat, which I already suspected was BS because the chat person was like, well, what is your marketing budget? And what is your plan for the next six months? And I'm like, I, I don't care about that's not the issue. What's this error message? Well, in order for me to help you, I need to know, <laughs> which is kind of telling me. In order for me to help you, I need to know if you're worth helping. That's because exactly how much money. How much money are you going to spend? Yeah, and to be fair, these guys, especially on the Google side, they don't get hundreds or even thousands. They get hundreds of thousands of people yeah. who are trying to advertise. And I get that, but you need to have a way to solve these problems uh, quickly and not just be put into this big so, pool so, of FAQ. So, so that 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 chat, that chat then dumped me into talking to a Google ads expert, the Google ads expert basically is like, this problem is out of our scope to handle. You need to go back and talk to YouTube. And I was like, that's where I started <laughs> talking to YouTube. They automatically connected me to you guys yeah. because Google ads is the underlying platform to run promotions. Right. So Google ads is like, not our problem. It's the other team's problem and the of other course. team is like of course um yeah. so all right well yeah I'm, I'm 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 kind of left in limbo right now of like not being able to figure this out but that's one um, right that's that's the exception that's to the rule a, that's one channel but but again i don't know you know the first chat i had with this the person was like oh this tech def definitely looks like a glitch in our system i'm like okay maybe i found a real yeah bug but i'm not getting the feeling anybody's really too interested in fixing the bug how much, well how much money you got to spend brother well that that's exactly <laughs> it if i was if i had an ad budget of uh half a million dollars yeah you'd be getting a call back they they'd fix the bug <laughs> yeah or if there were 10,000 people every day crying about this bug they'd fix the bug yeah. sadly not the case so yeah. It, it's a love-hate relationship. I'm loving the results. It's super easy to set up. Yep. But if you do this, cross your fingers, you don't need any support because yeah. you ain't getting any support from YouTube and or Google for this. Yeah, and I would just follow up with that to any of our viewers, listeners, if you're doing this, let us know what your experience is. Are you running into smooth sailing like Mike has done on some, or are you getting bogged down with some issues on others? We, we'd love to sort of hear your feedback. Yeah. Yeah. So that's an update. I'll, you know, if, if something progresses here, I feel like I'm dealing with it every day, every other day, I get a random message mm -hmm. from Google saying, Oh, you know, what do you think about this and our support? And it's like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm now looking for back doors into getting support any way yeah. I can. Like, yeah. can I really talk to somebody who might be actually interested in the fact that this could be an actual bug? Yeah. Yeah. And it's sad that sometimes that's the, we call it the epitome of hypocrisy. 
you're supposed to follow the rules and go through a certain thing. But sometimes if you just know a guy, we've all had it happen. You make the call. You're like, Hey, I'm running into this thing. They're like, let me check. Oh, it's this. Here you go. But I get it. There's a lot of volume of a lot of users doing that. So, yeah. I mean, if, if somebody just came back and said, Oh, here's the problem. Your channel has been flagged for violent content. Okay. The, the, the message needs to be fixed to tell me that. But now I know what the problem is and that it can't be solved. Yeah. But I don't, as far as I know, nothing is wrong. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, the other thing you and I wanted to touch on is just sort of some of the new innovations, new programs at Spotify, and they're not available to everyone everybody and we'll kind of go through what some of those are but i watched the uh recent spotify masterclass, and again that sounds a lot more important than it is it's basically they're nice people but it's basically they're explaining some it's, of their it's, it's a ten thousand foot presentation yeah. of what they can do it's not exactly digging into how to do it yeah and you're not going to get your master's degree you know from watching this video you know shocker but they have this thing called campaign kit and you know a lot of these things already. Playlist pitching, you know, you can do that from Spotify for artists. Marquee ads, I'm sure you've heard of those. Well, then they've got discovery mode, which is great, and we can talk about that, but it's not available to everybody. We'll get into the weeds. And then the last one is the newer sort of showcase ads, you know, that we've been testing out. And they they sort of set these up as being more effective as things like just traditional social media display ads, you know, paying for search, you know, out of home or influencers or whatever it is that these are some things you can do. But remember, I love Spotify, but I also love Apple music and, you know, many others that you don't want to be what my friend calls Spotify drunk, meaning that you want to go to where the party is and there's nothing wrong with doing some of these Spotify campaigns, but just know that your audience, as Mike alluded to, is also on YouTube. It's also searching out through your website. It's also finding you on bands in town. So let's keep this as one part of that menu of marketing that you're doing and don't put all your eggs in one basket. So having said that, let's talk about some of these uh, Spotify things, Mike, in the campaign kit. Yeah. You know, first of all, camp, as you mentioned, a lot of these items have been available separately for a while. Campaign kit is just a nice marketing way that they put them all together in, in one landing page, which is good. It's good. Um, Marquee ads have been around for a while, and I, I actually remember when they first showed up, there was a lot of discussion of like, holy crap, it's awfully expensive for the returns you were getting off of marquee ads initially. And um, marquee ads are also only available basically for a short period of time around a new release. So you can't run a marquee ad for a two-year-old release. It's just not, it's not available to do that. Um, showcase ads are their newer ones. Showcase ads you can run on anything yep. at any point in time as long as you have been given access to it. So a lot of these seem to be still rolling out yeah. slowly. And, and you just make a good point, Mike. How do you know if you have access? And that would be you go into your they don't Spotify tell you. for artists. They, yeah, yeah, you won't get an email. They're not going to send you notification. Although I have gotten some email notifications that said, hey, you are, you know, your 
are disqualifies for this marquee thing um, or discovery mode. So from time to time we see those, but if you're going through uh, any distributor that's owned by a major, you're not gonna be able to access discovery mode, right? Um, because they haven't agreed to do that. So if you're looking at InGrooves, which is you know Virgin um, uh, Label and Artist Services now, if you're looking at things like you know uh, The Orchard, um, ADA, you're not gonna be able to participate in that at this point. But what I was saying was, you may think, well, I'd like to do marquee or discovery or showcase or what are some of these things? How how do I know if I'm, you know, if I'm available to do that or if I'm able to do that? You just go into your Spotify for artists and you can find it right there easily. There's campaigns. There's a campaign there's a, button. There, there's a, there, yeah, there's a button on the left side called yeah. campaign. And it'll just tell you, that. yeah, which songs are eligible, which ones aren't. But the newer one, and I'd love to get your thoughts on this, Mike, um, it's in beta. They have a new thing called Spotify Clips. And it's just, listen, everybody's got this, you know, whether it's, you know, Instagram stories, whether it's reels, whether it's TikTok. I mean, it's a short form video world. And it's it's about time now that a DSP and typically Spotify is one of the faster ones to innovate. Um, they've added these short form video clips that you can add to your Spotify uh, artist page. Now it's sort of like TikTok. They they recommend that you know it might be the narrative of the song. It could be behind the scenes. It could be live. It could be acoustic. But remember, this is in beta. And I went through and checked twenty different artists this morning, and it was only available for two. So they're rolling it out just like a lot of these things incrementally. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 exactly. You know, the the showcase, the, it, I've got a couple artists that it's available and a lot of them that it's not. You know, it's a bit unfortunate because showcase is something I think any level artist could utilize. Um, but they seem to be rolling it out for the bigger artists first. For me, that's um, exactly what happened. The two of the yeah. largest artists, yeah. And 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 I've got and I I've got one of my larger artists that's gonna gonna. I just got an email from the manager today, and she's like, "Yep, let's uh, let's test the showcase ad. Cool, we're gonna we're gonna roll it out and test it. Start with a small budget of a few hundred bucks. See what see what the results look like. I can tell you, it's quite easy to set up a showcase ad. You pick what do you want to promote, what album, what song." Um, I think you pick uh, territory, you know, do you want to limit it to the U.S. or something like that? Put a budget in there um, and maybe a copy line. And I think we've all probably seen these showcase ads in your Spotify without realizing they're ads. They're literally just a call out box that highlights a release. That's yeah. it. And it, it doesn't look silly. It looks really no, natural. It, it, it looks puts like a music... natural editorial push. Yes. And it puts your music in front of people. Same with Marquee, supposedly. Um, we've seen mixed results as far as lift uh, on that. But supposedly the, the goal is, is to put your music in front of people who would actually love what you're doing, not yep. just to reach a you know shotgun blast it out there. And look, it's the only thing that ever really works in advertising is when you can hit somebody with an ad that really is targeted, that really fits that person. And I think Amazon is sort of the, the king of this where I'll be browsing something on 
Amazon. So they know that I'm interested in that lens or that camera or whatever it is. And then later on, I'll be on the ESPN site and I'll get a little pop-up ad that says, hey, you know, this camera just went on sale on Amazon, you know, and if you like that, you might like these things. And I don't mind that. And I also don't mind on things like Facebook where they feed me ads because I, I want to see how accurate those ads are, right? So yep. I know ads bother some folks, but to me, I, I think that's really interesting. Are they getting that in front of the right people? And the last thing I'll say, and again, Mike, I'd love to hear what you think about this. I get fans first emails from Spotify every week. And 90% of them are bands I've never listened to. I know who they are, but they're not in my library. So either they're trying to target, they go, oh, well, Jay likes Neil Finn. So maybe he's going to like this artist. I don't know if that's where that's coming from, but they're, they're typically not artists that I would listen to. And then part two to that, I was having this conversation yesterday with a dear friend of mine. He was saying, how is it that one of my favorite artists has an album coming out and I'm not aware of it. I follow them on socials. I subscribe to their YouTube channel. You know, I follow them on Spotify, whatever it is. And yet here we are. I told him about this album coming by one of his favorite art. He's like, what, when is that coming? That is a breakdown in marketing, right? We should be able, you know, the, you and I, we love certain artists. There's no way we should be able to escape the fact that they have a new tour, new album, new song. You're you're hundred percent right. I get that more so about tour dates. I, you know, back in 2022, when, when Wasp had their U S tour after the tour was done, I had people coming onto their socials going, wow, I can't wait. Is it Wasp ever going to tour the U S I'm like, they just did a month ago. <laughs> and they're like, how did I not know about this? So what, what it, what it comes back to, in the Spotify world, and, and maybe this is part of their long-term roadmap, is I want to see them give us more ability to directly communicate with your followers. Yeah. Just like Bands in Town allows you to post a message to all of your followers. And SoundCloud now has that. SoundCloud, the, yeah. yeah, why why can't, and, oh and, and even YouTube that, to some extent... Dream. I can go to the community page on YouTube and I can make a post and all my subscribers should see it. Why can't I go into Spotify and go, Hey, I got 80,000 followers or I got 800,000 followers. Let me send them a message. Just send yeah. a message to them. Just like you can in bands in town. Hey, this is coming down the road. Don't miss this. Right. You know, that's the simple stuff yeah. that needs to happen. Yeah. The, like showcase ad is a good step because we were talking a month or so ago about how it'd be great to see YouTube and even Spotify add a simple like boost type ad function. Yes. Well, we got that in YouTube bugs still being worked out. Showcase is kind of that. It's a very simple, easy, quick, quick to launch if you've got access to it. Um, but why can't everybody have access to it? Why, why, why can't the smallest artist who is fighting for plays and exposure get access to Showcase, who probably needs Showcase more so than the biggest international star who's got immediate access to yeah, it? 
it, it, you know, it's just stuff like that. It's like, come on, it, you're getting there. You've got the tools. And to your point, Jay, how can an, how can a fan not be aware that an artist doesn't have a new album out? Well, in some sense, it's because tools like Spotify don't allow the artist to actually directly communicate to their followers. Right. Yeah. And let's keep in mind that only 4% of the music that was released last year, only 4% is from the majors. Most of the music today that, that is being released is coming through developing middle-class artists and they need these tools to grow their, their artists. And they're helping to build these platforms like Spotify with their fans. And it reminds me of when Facebook sort of took off, we're all helping Facebook grow and grow and grow. Oh, wait a second. If you want to reach your fans, now you have to boost that post. Now you have to yeah. pay me. And it's like, well, yeah. wait a second. Wait we a helped second. You build your platform. And now we can't even, there's this intermediary between us and our fans. So, yeah. 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 I mean, and, and, and maybe Spotify needs to just limit what you can message. You know, granted, Fans in Town lets you message anything, right. anything you want. But maybe right. Spotify is like, well, we maybe it's a can thing. Maybe you make a choice of what. Yeah, you can, you can, you can message. I've got a an tour. Album. I've got a you track. Can message. You can mess anything that's available on Spotify. Yeah. Tour dates, releases, merchandise. Yeah. That's what we'll let. I don't care, but that's a big chunk that's missing from this equation. Agreed. Um. Agreed. So yeah, you know, I'm I'm looking I'm I'm looking forward to trying uh, Spotify's showcase. We'll report back on that. Yeah, if we will. you guys out there have any experience, let us know. Again, send us a comment, leave a comment on the Spotify podcast where you can interact with us. Um, but that's it. One more quick shout out to Bruce and everybody at Hypebot and Bands in Town, and as well to our sponsors, Bandzoogle.com and Discmakers.com. That's it. Music Biz Weekly Podcast. We'll see you next Industry week. professionals listen to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. If you have a product or service and would like to reach this audience, get in touch with Michael or Jay to discuss sponsorship this opportunities. For Music Biz Weekly, provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.